Hello everyone again here, it's uh, Leaf on Stick, and I'm here with 10 of some of the most bizarre and scary urban legends that are on the internet. I mean, so we'll start right off, because it's probably going to take me some time anyways. Number 1, 999 phone charging myth. I've never even heard of this, but I guess Blackberries used to have this feature when their battery got low, it would start um, taking off all your apps and stuff, it would start having like kind of its own shutdown function. So this myth came around that if you call emergency services, that your phone will charge faster. Well, first of all, people do not call 911 unless you absolutely have to. Don't be wasting people's time to think your phone's going to charge. I'm pretty sure nowadays you should be able to charge your phone damn near anywhere. Second of all, whoever came up with this urban legend is crazy because I never heard anything more ridiculous than our next urban legend. The baby train. Yeah, at first it sounds creepy, but this one is literally... It kind of makes me laugh. Um, so this one's a claim, it's called the baby train, that there's a small town that had a train that ran through it, and every morning at 5 o'clock, this train would come rolling through town and blowing its whistle, waking up everyone in this small town. Well, the legend goes that, well, since it was 5 o'clock in the morning, it was too late to go back to bed. So, what do adults do when couples are together and they got nothing else better to do in bed? Well, the legend says, well, there's a lot more fucking going on. And suddenly it caused a mini baby boom in this town. And so the hence the name, we got the baby train. And number three, now we're going to get a little more creepy here. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of the black eyed children. This one, I, I really like looking into the black eyed children because some of these stories even give me chills like and if you're a horror fan like I am or into spooky stuff that's what you like that's what you want to feel so this one I actually found a story on here on here on the internet definitely not my story personally um, I will bring it up alright um, this story comes off of hatchetbookgroup.com, but Black Eyed Children, um, the guy who writes the story only goes by Jake. He didn't want anyone else to know his whole name. So Black Eyed Children are some pretty creepy, like, urban legends. I mean, they're these pale white children with dark black eyes that you usually could see around town, and it's always late at night. Um, they show up at your doorstep, and I've heard stories about people letting them into the house and, like, mysterious things happening. But this story, this guy, Jake, he, he was on a mission. Let me read you the story. So I embarked on a quest. I show people just how unscary these things were, whatever they were. Who knew if black-eyed kids were even a real thing? I'm kind of a person who needs to see it for myself. I began doing a lot of research online. 
I looked at paranormal sites. I watched scary videos on YouTube about Bex, Black Eyed Kids. And from everything I gathered, they found you. You didn't find them. And it seemed like it was pretty much just by chance if they found you. So what I was I to do, I came up with a plan. I began putting up an anonymous ad on Craigslist. It read, Black Eyed Kids, I am not afraid of you. I want to meet you, 9 p.m. Wednesday, the park bench on the corner of 3rd and Washington. Show me why I'm wrong, and I should be afraid. The bench was only like a block away from my apartment, so every Wednesday I would walk down there and see if anyone or anything came by. I usually wouldn't sit there, I'd stand back and watch. I'm not stupid. I may not be afraid of the black-eyed kids, but I know the internet can attract nuts, and it did, occasionally. Nothing exciting enough to write about though. A couple of purrs and some teenage kids joking around. So this went on for six months and then stopped posting the ad. The week I stopped, I got a knock on my door. I was sitting on my couch. It was a little after 9 p.m. I don't know how to explain it, but the second I heard that knock, my skin went ice cold, ice cold. I didn't need to get up. I knew who it was. In much surprise, I was terrified already. I was wrong about not being afraid of black-eyed kids. The fear is on a different level, an instrumental primal level. But I still, I managed to get up and open the door. And yep, there was a kid about nine years old, olive skin, dark hair, and solid black eyes staring up at me. Can I come in, he said. I was speechless after what seemed like an eternity. I responded with no, and I began closing the door. We missed you at the park tonight, the boy said. I stopped closing the door and looked at him, my mind racing. They've been watching me. The boy smiled up at me. It took everything I had to make my arm move again, pushing the door closed and looking and locking it. As soon as I shut the door, I gasped for air. I hadn't been breathing. I sat back against my wall, facing the closed door. Knock, knock, knock. He was still there. I waited, nothing. It took me at least an hour to move from that spot, staring at the door. I didn't sleep that night or the next night. Eventually, I collapsed with exhaustion at my desk at work, only to be awakened minutes later by a nightmare memory of that boy. It's been six months. I can't explain the fear that washes over your body when you see one of these kids. In the state, your mind, the way your body wants to listen to what they're telling you, what they're asking i thought if i told you my story it would help me get over what happened warn others i'm positive these kids are evil and the people they meet who can't resist whatever power they wield i don't think we'll ever hear from those people i now avoid that corner of park bench with everything i have and i don't tell anyone why people think i'm crazy sometimes walking three blocks all the way just to make sure i don't go near it but you'd be the same way if you went through what i did black-eyed kids are nothing to mess with now that, people, is a great story by Jake that is very terrifying. I couldn't even imagine. But at the same time, very interesting, great. Exactly what we're looking for on here. But yes, people, if you run into black-eyed children, do not let them in your house. Urban legend says, yes, they are very evil. Anyways, now we go to our 
fourth urban legend on the Black Volga. Well, the Black Volga is a car that came out in about 1970, and usually it was in Russia. Um, like, even around here, it's kind of like, has that dark look to it. You'd see, like, government agents driving, or like, men in black in the 1970s. Well, the myth goes that this car would, when it passed you, it would abduct you, taking the unwanted children, and you'd never see them again, they'd disappear. That's the horror part of it. Sometimes they say that the government elite were driving, and vampires, or even Satan himself was driving this car, because when this car came by you, you were gone. And in Russia folklore, I guess during the Cold War, Russia would use it to abduct children to drain their blood for leukemia treatments for Russia's rich elite. So either way, this car you run into is more than likely the elite. And if it stops for you, you're disappearing. It's definitely a car I avoid. If I seen that at night, I would just probably run for it. I mean, it's kind of a creepy car. I mean, it's an old-looking car. It looks cool. But after reading on the Black Volga Urban Legend, I would definitely stay away from it. I mean, our government's sketchy. And who knows? Hell himself could be after you. And we are on to another funny urban legend, and this definitely goes for anyone else, because I'm from Wisconsin. I probably sound really Midwest to most of you. But for you people out there who grew up in the city, and you think cow tipping is something we do, well, you're wrong. This is an urban legend that started about in the 70s, um, because, well, people, it was just started because people had nothing better to do, so they thought, well... We'll tip over cows. Well, first of all, cows do lay down frequently. They like to lay in the mud to stay cool. They can get up and down when you tip a cow over, if you can tip a cow over without getting kicked in the face or beat the hell out of or trampled to death. Um, they can get back up. Like, they don't sleep necessarily standing. Plus, it takes 900 pounds to tip over a cow. So, I mean, for you people out there, like I said, that group in the city, my fifth urban legend on cow tipping, debunked. You cannot cow tip. I mean, they done even scientific studies on it. It's just stupid. Just all around stupid. That's what I got to fucking say. Number six, back to the creepy one. And one I personally kind of like because we had a case here in Wisconsin that actually the girl blamed her actions on the Slender Man. Now this one was actually just created on the internet. I didn't really look into any reports on anyone running into him. It didn't sound like anyone has actually ever ran into him except for that case here that happened in Wisconsin where this girl stabbed her best friend like seven or eight times, uh, almost killed her, and her um, story that she stuck with was um, that the Slender Man told her she needed to do it. And the Slender Man is a, a 
scary and tall guy with no face and he's always wearing a black suit and they say he can even pull you through the computer to pull you in the woods to his domain and this all started on the internet some guy came up with some really creepy urban legend folklore I mean I living here in Wisconsin now we got some thick woods and some creep I've been in some creepy woods and if I seen the Slender Man, I'd be running out of those woods. And I can't believe that a girl almost killed her best friend based on a urban legend and that she was told to do this. But he also falls under my next urban legend and also another one of my favorites, Shadow People. Now, anyone out there who knows what Shadow People are, know they are not ghosts. They are a different entity. Um, they appear at night, people say. Um, uh, there's one very common looking one wearing a cowboy hat and red eyes. They always have red eyes, but their bodies are always pitch black. And the only story I have for this one is actually a personal story of my ex-fiance. Um, usually when a shadow person's appearance comes, they're it's, your room's usually dark when you're sleeping, obviously. But they're blacker than black itself. And they'll lean over you and you'll get a sense of sleep paralysis. You won't be able to move, breathe, or anything. But their the presence basically is enough to paralyze you. Um, there's been stories of people being beaten up, threatened by them. But there's also been stories where they, they kind of just stand back and watch. These beings are... Things could be completely from a, you know, another dimension. Yeah, that's what I believe. Anyways, I don't think they're ghosts or anything like that. I just think they're beings that have a, a somewhat sense of dimensional travel. Because not everyone has seen them, but there's been thousands of reports. I would probably love to actually experience it myself. They are one of those things out there that really just piqued my interest. I mean, big fan of this stuff. And then we got number eight, The Vanishing Hitchhiker. So this one's kind of, you know, it's not really scary. It's just, if the story goes that, you know, you're traveling and you, um, and you find this hitchhiker you pick up and you're accompanied by and the hitchhiker who subsequently vanishes without explanation. He vanishes without explanation. Oh, sorry for that. Often from a moving vehicle. I mean, these reports have been going on for centuries across the world about the, you know, this vanishing man. And personally, I'd be kind of creeped out. I mean, I'd just be like, hey, you know, you're sitting there talking to him, and the you know, next thing you know, you look over and he's fucking gone. I'd be like, this guy just jump out of my car. Like, I'd probably slam my brakes on to go look for a dead man. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, like, blow your mind. You know, everyone would be, anyone in the right head would fucking freak out. But it ain't scary, it's just, 
just, oh, it just, it'd be interesting. I'd definitely lose my shit. <laughs> A lot of these urban legends, I'd lose my shit. But, you know, some of them are kind of funny, like, number nine, the sewer gators in New York. Okay, people. I mean, I've never been to New York. Wanted to go there. But I don't doubt anyone wants to go in those sewers in the first of all. And if there are gators down there, I just let the son of bitches be. I mean, who wants to fuck with gators? I mean, people in goddamn Florida don't even like dealing with the dang gators. And they're not even in the sewer system. So if this urban legend turns out to be true and there are gators in the sewer system, you know, let the circle of life do its thing and avoid going into the sewers, you know. Pretty sure they're pretty pissed off anyways getting shit on all the time. And I'm pretty sure if they are gators down there, they ain't large gators. They're probably, you know, six feet long. I don't know how big gators get, but they're, it's probably one of the funniest urban legends out there thinking that alligators could exist or live in the sewers. And then number 10, this one, well, this one is goes out there to you teenagers and younger people. Um, it's called the licked hand, and this would make you want to check your underneath your bed every time you, before you go to sleep. Cause I gotta tell you, if I I can't have pets where I live, but I felt somebody licking my hand. I, I think the gun would be going off. But the story goes that um, this killer will hide under your bed and he'll, you know, obviously, once the girl's in bed and he's, she's sleeping, he'll spend the night there licking her hand. And then, you know, if you own a dog, you just go off thinking, well, my dog just keeps licking my hand while this person is creeping on you and licking you. I mean, that's some weird fetishes, people licking the unknowing. I don't know, like, that's to be some crime against that. I mean, you just can't lick people and not let them know you're licking them. It's gross, first of all. Second of all, it's weird. You just don't, just don't lick people. Because I would, oh, I'd be, I'd shoot that killer. I'd, people, you feel any licking and you don't own a dog? Well, even if you do, I double check your bed or leave your hands up on the bed. Don't let them hang over. Just saying, very weird urban legend. Um, and uh, you know what? The thing is, whoever actually came up with this urban legend, it probably did actually happen. I could actually see something like this happening. The licked hand, people. And, well, that was 10 of them, but we'll do one more brings us to 11 just because I got a small story here for it it's called the killer in the backseat also known as high beams it's a common car crime and urban legend well known mostly in the United States United Kingdom the legend involves a woman who is driving and being followed by a strange car and truck the mysterious pursuer flashes high beam tailgates her and rams her car you know doing all this sketchy stuff and when she finally makes it home, she realizes this driver is trying to warn her that there was a man, a murderer, rapist, or escaped mental patient hiding in the back seat. 
Each time the man sat up to attack her, the driver behind behind her used his high beams to scare the killer after, which he ducked down. So, another one that, you know, could just be an urban legend and either, you know, or it could have been based on a true story where a man did save a woman's life by pissing her off, basically, and tailgating her and stuff to scare away murderers and rapists. Um, I do have another podcast that does talk about hitchhikers, and we did talk about Vanishing Hitchhiker. Do not pitch up, pick up hitchhikers, and be careful out there. They are some very weird people. Some of these urban legends could possibly be true, but definitely keep following with my podcast. I am always researching into new, interesting, weird um, episodes. Uh, I might expand out from the creepiness, but right now we're sticking with urban legends and creepy stories from the government and aliens and you know we'll see where this goes everyone have a great night and please you know like me follow me it's only my second recording um but we're gonna keep going with it and i hope i get more and more followers um yeah peace out everyone